you love to travel? Do you love to talk about travel? <laughs> Me too, I got you. Travel is an amazing way to experience new places. Wellness is being physically, mentally, and emotionally healthy. This Sweet Dreams Wellness Travel Podcast is all about exploring wellness travel. I'm Barbara Tuckett, your host and the owner of Sweet Dreams Travel. Part of our emotional and mental health is connection. And I believe that traveling with the intention to connect can bring wellness to your life. In this podcast, I explore traveling for connection, connection with places, with experiences, with those you travel with and with those you meet, especially connection with yourself. I want your travel to improve your wellness. Hi, I'm excited to be with you today and get to share today's topic. Today's topic, we are going to be talking about river cruising, which I've talked about, I feel like, here and there quite a bit, but this is a little bit different take on it. I kind of wanted to just back up and give you a broad overview. We're going to be talking about sailing the rivers of the world and all of the river cruise destinations that there are possible all around the world. Most people have heard about cruising in Europe, and that is just the popular idea of what river cruising is. Yes, river cruising is in Europe, but it's also in so many other places around the world. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So when I was getting ready to go on my first river cruise, I would tell people, oh yeah, I'm going to go on a river cruise. And lots of people immediately, the first question was, are you sailing on the Danube? Because that's the river that everybody knows in Europe, right? And so that's just kind of the well-known place. But there are nearly 20 rivers all over the world with multi-day river cruises like I'm going to be talking about today. And river cruises are in 28 countries. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, that's a lot. Probably way more than you thought there were. So let's jump in and talk about some of the river cruise destinations around the world. So this is gonna be fun. First of all, Africa. Did you even know that there's such a thing as river cruising in Africa? Yes, there absolutely is. Now the river cruise ships in Africa are smaller than the normal ones so that you have a chance to be more up close and personal because it's like you're going on a river cruise safari cruising the rivers in Africa. The Chobe River is the main river that you cruise on and some of the highlights that you get to do when you are cruising in Africa. You get to see Victoria Falls, which is one of the seven natural wonders of the world. You get to go to Chobe National Park where you can see elephants, giraffes, leopards, zebras, and buffaloes all just right along the edge of the river. There are so many excursion options that are just amazing. Let me name a few of them. You can visit Cape Town, South Africa. That is where you can see penguins at Boulders Beach. You can visit Nelson Mandela's house and neighborhood, visit a national park in Tanzania, take a safari vehicle ride through the private game reserve at the Kruger National Park in South Africa, or you can even see the great migration of the wildebeest in the Serengeti. So, I mean, and this is just like barely high overview of the different things that you can do if you are river cruising in Africa. So yes, it's pretty amazing. You also can add a pre or post cruise four night land package and visit Rwanda and see the gorillas at Volcanoes National Park. 
So such an amazing bucket list kind of experience to do river cruising in Africa. All right, now we're moving on. Asia, did you know that there is river cruising in Asia? Um, yes, there is. It is on the Mekong River. And so you get to visit Vietnam and Cambodia. And of course you can see these little rural villages and all the pagodas and the colorful markets. So some of the excursions that you can do in Asia are you can visit, visit Silk Village and a local elementary school. You can attend a Buddhist blessing ceremony, ride in a tuk-tuk and get lessons and kind of instruction for how to do that. See the Killing Fields and Genocide Museum in Phnom Penh and visit craftsmen's workshops and local markets. And you can see like skilled artisans with um, these exquisite handicrafts and delicacies and just amazing. You can spend time at Ho Chi Minh City and Siem Reap. And you also, if you are in Asia, you can take a pre or post cruise land extension and go to Bangkok. So, so many great things to see and do in Asia. That is just like barely the tip of the iceberg. All right, our next location, Egypt. Yes, if you are river cruising in Egypt, you will be on the Nile. So this is so cool. You get to explore all these ancient wonders from the perspective of floating down the Nile on your river cruise. You'll see the Temple of Luxor. You'll visit the Valley of the Kings and Queens. See the last survivor of the seven wonders of the ancient world, which is the Great Sphinx and also the Pyramids of Giza. You can take a private tour of the tomb of Queen Nefertari and have a private lunch at the Abdeen Presidential Palace. You can visit Cairo, the pyramids of ancient Memphis, take a felucca ride around Elephantine Island. So these are just some of the excursions and the sites and the experiences that you could have on a river cruise in Egypt. Pretty great. All right, let's go to South America. Currently, the Magdalena River in Colombia is the only South American river which offers you know, several day river cruises like we're talking about here on a river cruise ship. However, plans are in the works for the Amazon. So that may be still a couple of years down the road, but I, they are talking about that and working on that. So some of the things that you can do in South America, dance to the beat of a variety of Latin American musical styles, including cumbia and valenato. You can see exciting performances and have a colorful carnival experience in Bajanquilla. Listen for the calls of distinctive birds and wildlife not found anywhere else on the planet. Walk down the streets of Palenque, which is the first free city in Colombia. Delight in the colorful neighborhood of Getsemani in Cartagena. Drink in the vivid colors on the walls of the homes and the cafes and the family-owned shops. They have beautiful artwork um, and colors in Cartagena. And you can visit a stilt house village in Nuevo Venencia. There are so many things to do in South America and this is an amazing location also where you could do a river cruise. All right, let's move to North America. All right, when we think about river cruises in North America, everybody thinks, oh, of course, the Mississippi. Yep, that's where they have those big paddle wheeler 
boats and that's where they do the river cruising. You are right. They do. Probably that is the most popular and well-known place in America that does river cruising. Think Mark Twain, of course. New Orleans, Memphis to Nashville, which this the Memphis to Nashville cruise is known as the Music Cities cruise. St. Louis, St. Paul, Minnesota, those are some of the stops along the Mississippi River. So there are there are a variety of Mississippi River cruises, the upper, the lower, kind of doing all along, you know, just a variety along the Mississippi. So the Mississippi is very popular and it's a great location. Another location in North America is the Pacific Northwest. The rivers in the Northwest are the Columbia River and the Snake River. So this is things like Lewis and Clark Expedition, the Columbia River Gorge, National Parks, Mount St. Helens. So there's just lots of really fun, like pioneer type heritage and things like that. Speaking of like Lewis and Clark and, and the Native Americans and all of that that come from that area. There are also Alaska cruises and Alaska cruises. These are really cool. They sail on just kind of those inland waterways, which are just right they're not out in the open ocean and they sail all up and down the coast and inland even because the rivers go inland. So like the Kenai Fjords National Park, all along the Inside Passage. So you see all the glaciers and all the towns. And so an Alaska, more like a river cruise is a really cool way to go. So if you've been on an Alaskan ocean cruise, a river cruise is even more amazing. Like it's even it gets you into the country even more than just sailing on an ocean cruise to Alaska. It's pretty great. Um, also in North America, New England cruises. So you can sail along the coast and the harbors of Maine. You can sail to Boston and Cape Cod, to Providence, Rhode Island, along the Hudson River and all up and down, including fall foliage cruises. So those are pretty cool. And New York City. So that's kind of New England, or you also can do river cruises in the Southeastern US. So one of the options is sailing along the intercoastal highway from Charleston to Jacksonville. You can go from the Chesapeake Bay, Washington DC area to Annapolis, Norfolk, Mount Vernon, Williamsburg. So there are a lot of really great American history type of tours, including Gettysburg, and like I mentioned, Mount Vernon and Washington, D.C., and just all of these great American history type places. You can sail on the St. John's River in Florida, which takes you to St. Augustine and other cities along the way. And there's also a river cruise to the Gulf Coast, Gulf Coast and the Florida Keys. So those are all like really amazing options right here in the U.S. that maybe you didn't know about. Okay, now we're finally ready to talk about Europe. So we've talked about all these other places all over the world, and now we'll settle on Europe. So I divided Europe into an Eastern Europe category and a Western Europe category because there's just so many river cruise options in Europe. So let's talk about Eastern Europe for a minute. Eastern Europe countries that have river cruises are Hungary, Czech Republic, Slovakia, Bulgaria, Croatia, Romania, and Serbia. So if you have wanted to visit any of these countries, it would be perfect to do a river cruise that kind of gets to some of these locations. Some of the experiences that you will have 
in these locations is you will see Celtic fortifications, medieval towns, grand cities, but also like really beautiful natural beauty, pastoral landscapes. The Danube River sails through these countries and you can see the Iron Gates. Nature lovers will love the opportunity to bike through Belgrade's sprawling Kalmageddon Park. Hopefully I pronounced that right. You can see rock-hewn churches, go on a pastry and yogurt tasting tour, hike to castles and cathedrals. Really, it's just, this is such a diverse area. And I feel like here in the U.S., we often don't know very much about Eastern Europe. And so it would be a really fun way to discover this part of the European countries. Okay, now Western Europe. So Western Europe includes Switzerland, France, Spain, Luxembourg, Germany, Belgium, Austria, Netherlands, and Portugal. Now, I didn't just name off a whole bunch of Western European countries for no reason. These are the Western European countries that have river cruises that go to them. So all of these places, you get to sail and walk through thousands of years of history in these medieval towns that are brought to life. They enjoy vineyard-clad hills, the Black Forest, Amsterdam's colorful canals, the majestic Swiss Alps, the beauty and the delicious food of France, all of these like so amazing castles and palaces to vineyards and bakery tours and just all of this amazingness that is in Western Europe. You get a front row seat on an enchanting journey that takes you through castles, cities, and villages. It's really amazing. River cruises are so cool. So to kind of wrap up, I'm going to tell you two of my favorite things about river cruising. First, you get to see and do everything and go all of the places, but you only unpack once. I don't know if you have ever done the type of trip where you are just go, 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 but not only go, 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 but like every day or every couple of days, you're packing up again and moving to your next spot and packing up again and moving to your next spot. So you never really get to unpack and kind of leave your stuff where it is and then go explore from there. If you've ever done that type of a trip, you will agree with me that this sounds pretty amazing. A chance to just unpack once and then get to go explore and do all the things. A second favorite thing about river cruising is that you sail through the middle of the countries as you are exploring the rivers. So you get to see the little villages and the towns along the way and really like get a sense of and participate in and connect with the local traditions and the sites and the foods and like all of the things that are just like in the center of the countries, as opposed to sometimes like ocean cruises, you're just going, you know, on the borders, the edges of the countries. And if you're doing a land trip, then you're bopping all over the place. And usually a lot of times maybe just seeing the bigger cities or just staying a couple a night or two in each place. No matter whether you are sailing down the Nile or the Mississippi, whether you're sailing on the Mekong River or the Rhine River or the Danube, any of the rivers across the world, you are sure to have an amazing experience. So let me know if you want more information about one of these locations. Um, the really cool thing about cruising, not just river cruising, but also ocean cruising, is that you can reserve your exact cruise like way far in advance, a year and a half to two years in advance. 
And then that'll give you time to like make payments on it if you want to, or you can just, you know, put a deposit down and then wait until the final payment is due closer to the cruise before you pay it off. So it's just, it's really great because you can lock it in. That is pretty much the end of talking about our worldwide whirlwind around the world talk of all the different places where river cruises go. But I wanted to tell you, this is airing, this um, episode is airing at the end of February. And in just a few days on March 5th, we are having a local get together. So if you are in the Salt Lake area, you are invited. Romina Rasmussen, our French chef, and me are inviting you to our event called Taste La France. And it's going to be all of this great information about traveling to and eating in France. Romina is going to create some amazing little food creations from France. And she is going to talk about a lot of her travel experiences in France. I'm going to talk a little bit also. It's going to be really great. So it doesn't cost anything. It is free. But the price is you need to RSVP. I will include the information to RSVP in the show notes. And if you're watching the video, it's right here on the screen. But you need to RSVP so that we can get a count of how much food and kind of how many people to plan on. So that is the cost of coming, is your RSVP. So please RSVP by Sunday, March 3rd, if possible. Also, I just a little side note, we are asking that it's just kind of adults only. 16 and up is our preference just so there's not a lot of little kids running around and distracting people so that we can all, you know, enjoy and enjoy the food and the company and the information and just anyway. So love to have you if you are in the Salt Lake area and don't want to come. So the address and all of the information will be in the show notes. If you are listening or watching this um, prior to March 5th. So, and if it's after, then I'm sure we had a great time and we may do it again sometime and we'll make sure you're invited. So thanks for being with me and um, we will talk to you in a couple weeks if we don't see you at the event. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I would invite you to like, share, or leave a review. Let's help grow our wellness travel community.